0: Welcome to Talking Giants presented by SeatGeek. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-host, Justin Penick. And on our 600th episode, the New York Giants and Saquon Barkley did not reach a contract extension. They passed the 4 o'clock deadline. And the only way for Saquon Barkley to play for the Giants this year is on the franchise tag of $10.1 million, which uh, two other uh, you know running backs, like Josh Jacobs and Tony Pollard, are in the same exact situation. Justin, we talked about it from... You know, day one of the offseason, you know, going through, you know, pre-Daniel Jones extension that as much as it doesn't make you feel the best, this was the best option for the New York Giants. They get a player who has a less of of an average annual value of contract than they were offering him in $13 million with less risk. And you still get to play, have him on this team. And we'll talk about it from every angle. But there is no doubt in my mind that Saquon Barkley will play for the New York Giants this season. He could sit out. But I, there's there's no precedent for that. You know, everyone brings up Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell played a year on the franchise tag in 2017. And guess what? He put up over 1,900 yards that year and did pretty damn well before the year he sat out. So um, let's get into it. But what were your uh, initial reactions? I mean, we, it, it was surprising to see that it didn't get done because Saquon Barkley is just turning down money.
1: Yeah, well, is he? Like what what do we know? And that's part he of He was offered
0: twenty two point one million dollars guaranteed rapport in the Ryan Dunlevy and other sources. That's two franchise tags. And that was unless on the unless he t- unless they don't tag him next year and he goes and gets a big deal from another team, he is turning down money. That's and the was- only that's the only positive for Saquon Barkley. Is if they don't tag if he plays well, they don't tag him and he gets a big bag from someone else next year.
1: And that was on the table today.
0: That was on the table yesterday, according to Ryan yes. Dunleavy, who okay. reported that. So okay. I, I would—I don't know why I'd be on the table yesterday and not today.
1: No, no, I, I do. I don't know. Uh, and that's been part of the issue is that, yeah, you know, creditor beat, you know, hey, they—they've been putting out their reports on what they've been hearing. Um, it, it, the, the lack of information has been apparent throughout this entire this entire process. Um, you know, so uh, I'm guarantee you, you know, if you're you know, if you're on the side of the Giants and hey, you should never pay a running back. You're saying that hey, Saquon Barkley. You're looking kind of looking oh, kind of little. God. I don't want to say dumb, but you're you're, look, you're looking kind of. What what what's going on?
0: And there's no link in the better viewed on YouTube. Oh no. Well, keep going. I will. Um,
1: there's you know you're 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 looking a little. <sighs> Not smart, not smart for taking the money. And if you're on the side of the Giants should pay Saquon Barkley, then you're saying that the Giants, you know, are, are not doing right by him by a player that has done right by them in the past, right? So there's both sides of it. Um, you know, for me, I kind of got to a point today where the longer that it went, the longer that it seemed like if there was going to be a deal, it was going to be tremendously team friendly, like tremendously, tremendously team friendly. And We never got there. So I was like accepting the fact that it was going to be similar to Daniel Jones. We're at like that three fifty eight, that three fifty nine mark. You know, maybe we were going to get a tweet about, oh, Saquon Barkley accepts a deal and it's barely above the franchise tag marker for the next two years. Right. I was kind of expecting that. And then lo and behold, Jordan Ronan and Adam Schefter almost tweet at the same time at like three fifty seven, three fifty eight. That no deal will even be reached but we still have like a there's still at least for me bobby and let me know if you have like this clarification if you're putting your flag in the ground that it's either the giants or saquon barkley that's you know that didn't want to pull the trigger here it's obviously maybe a little bit of both but um you know i'm i'm of the belief that I, that i'm that i don't know who necessarily it was that we kind of got here that we why we kind of got here was it really the giants Or was it Saquon Barkley and just not being happy with that contract? I guess i lean a little bit towards Saquon. I mean, he was
0: offered money at the bye week. Every every report that we've heard from every different source, whether it's with the team, you know, beat reporters outside the team, has been they were offering him something that at least gave him $26 million through the first two years, right? And for Saquon Barkley, in his situation with his injury history, to me, turning that down multiple times, is always it was just a like was a bad decision move. You're li- he's literally to me throwing money away by not taking those deals when they were there. Like yeah, were they the perfect deals you wanted? Yeah, but you know what? You weren't the perfect, you know, back over the last 5 years. Like he like there's there's concern for him. And that's why in this conversation on running backs, I think it it does get a little annoying the way people talk about running backs. I'm not part of the running backs don't matter crowd. But what I am part of is Saquon Barkley falls into the category that you should be worried about you know uh 2018 played the full year but even then he missed camp uh with an injury after after that first preseason game 2019 uh sprained his ankle came back didn't look the same ended up having a solid productive year but missed games 2020 tore the ACL 2021 uh got you know missed games again with another ankle injury and looked horrible I mean he looked like the worst running back in the NFL. It was like this guy doesn't even be long out there. How bad it was coming off the ACL, which is understandable, but still not bad. And then two, and then last year had a good year, but once he was dealing with that shoulder injury, was not the same exact player that he was the first five, you know, five to six weeks of the, you know, five to seven weeks of the season. So that's why, that's why I'm I, I'm I didn't want to give him a long term contract. Like Derrick Henry's contract has worked out for the Tennessee Titans, and don't share me. We didn't win a Super Bowl. Guess what? It's really damn hard to win a Super Bowl. It's not running backs that are stopping the Titans from, uh, you know, not winning a Super Bowl. The fact that they gave Derrick Henry money. It's just – it's really damn hard to get there. So, it's – if if he did not have these injury hit history or had one year where he didn't ankles, I would be 100% locked lock this guy up. You know, $14 million a year because, like, he contributes to winning. But – from my point of view, why this always made the most sense for the Giants to franchise tag him and play him on the franchise tag him, it's guess what? You get to have your cake and eat it too. Saquon Barkley is playing for the New York Giants this year. Again, the only got running back – I went back uh, t- uh 15 years. The only running back, and I think maybe only – the only running back to ever miss a season because he didn't want to sign the franchise tag was Le'Veon Bell. And again, like I said before – That was after a year of playing on the franchise tag for 1,900 yards. And then he got his deal. So Le'Veon Bell ended up working out a little bit, even though he missed out on $13.1 million that year. So did he end up making that money back? It's yet to be seen because he could have been just as bad as he was on the Jets that, you know, that 2018 year on the Steelers. But that's more of a case for Saquon to not sit out because of what happened to Le'Veon Bell. So he is not going to miss games for this year for the Giants like he did last year, he's going to contribute to winning as long as he's on the field. And guess what? You pay him less than you would have had been on a year on a year-to-year basis and you don't have to worry about him getting injured or worry. And again, it's cutthroat, but I'm also not going to cry for a guy that's getting 10.1 million dollars guaranteed and has been one of the highest uh, earning backs in the past 10 years because he was picked second overall.
1: Yeah, so in terms of not getting a contract extension that Saquon Barkley wants um you don't pay somebody for what they've done in the past you're gonna pay somebody for future production it's tough to predict the future it's tough to predict the future with (laughs) with certain running backs you know Saquon Barkley still is only 26 years old let's not act like he's 28 29 here but let's talk about this uh 2018 he had 352 touches that's a lot of touches for a running back Four years later, five years later, 2022, this past year, on his contract year, on his age 25, 26 year, he had the same number of touches, 352 touches. I'm really glad he stayed healthy, really glad he stayed healthy primarily for the whole season where he played those 16 games. Obviously, the 17th game was the Philadelphia Eagles game where none of the starters played. But also, Bobby, Saquon Barkley, despite missing a game last year, still found a way to lead lead the NFL in snaps amongst all running backs. 826 snaps for Saquon Barkley last year. Dalvin Cook, 817 snaps. Josh Jacobs, 789 snaps in second and third, respectively. All these guys played a full 17-game slate this year. Even when Saquon Barkley missed the game, still played the most amount of snaps. It's a lot of wear and tear that he had last year. He made it through the 16 games. He made it healthy. There was a clear discrepancy and drop-off towards the second half of the year not only in efficiency, but also amongst usage in the months of kind of October and November. Um, You know, I don't want to predict fall off for Saquon Barkley, but it's also to predict that he's going to replicate the first half of what he did in 2022 for the remainder of a contract that he would want, which odds are that would be like a three year deal.
0: When there's already been fall off of Saquon Barkley. Now, Saquon Barkley is so good that even with the fall off, he's one of the best backs in the NFL.
1: He still doesn't, he doesn't break tackles. He does not break tackles at nearly an elite running back should, nor does he break tackles at the same rate that he used to earlier in his career.
0: Well, that's what I'm going to say. Go look at 2018, 2019 highlight tapes. Like, they are some of the most amazing things I've ever seen a running back do. Most, I'm talking like ever. Like, what he did was unreal and while he was very good this year he didn't have that so that's like that's not discounting what he did last season what he did last season but it worries you about the future with saquon where it's like after that titans game we didn't really have all these long breakaway uh runs you know we didn't have these make three guys miss which again i'm it's hard to because saquon was so great it's like you kind of expect that out of him with most you know nine nine out of ten backs you don't but there's something there with that so again you this is why I'm happy about this is because I still get Saquon Barkley on my team and helping winning games like he did last year. And I know that wolves like, how many games would this uh, team won last year without Saquon Barkley? I don't know, but I can also do that with a lot of people on the New York Giants team because the margin of error was so small for them. You yeah. know, I could do that with Darius Slayton. Like, how many games does this team win without Darius Slayton? I could go through those games and make arguments that they lose three less games if they don't have Darius Slayton on the roster. You know, that's how small their margin of error was. Obviously, Saquon's more important to that. Um, so, but again, it's going forward. We don't want to be as reliant on Saquon Barkley no. to win
1: games. No, you know? The Giants like offense was not a great offense last year. It was, a, it was a good offense, but at times it was a bad offense. And breaking news – the times that the Giants offense was at its worst is when it was relying on Saquon Barkley to be the sole catalyst of driving the it's offense. Him. When they right? were
0: force feeding him into box, like we talked about heavy box, they were force feeding him in the heavy boxes and stuff, and it wasn't working. And it was only when they're like, all right, we're gonna work, we're gonna work quick game drop back, we're gonna be efficient and we're gonna give Saquon Barkley less volume. And that's when Saquon Barkley is at his best. Like he was never meant to be a workhorse back. Like we saw it in the, you know, the second commanders game, the, the playoff game versus the Vikings, less volume is better for Saquon Barkley. Like make every touch count, you know, like the, this, the playoff game, he barely had any carries. Guess what? He was a lot more effective in that game than he was the Texans game where he had 35 carries, but the only time the offense
1: moved is when they threw the ball. Um, Can I break down the the usage for you? Because I actually pulled up those numbers this morning for for a video I made. Um, I have it right here. Saquon Barkley, weeks 1 to 12. 224 attempts, 992 yards, 4.43 yards per carry, 20 attempts per game, and 90 yards per game. Weeks 13 through 20, 71 attempts, 320 yards, 4.51 yards per carry, so slightly more efficient. 10 attempts per game, 45.7 yards per game. I think those numbers, Bobby, maybe not that low. I think 10, you know, the difference between 10 attempts per game and 20 attempts per game, you know, it's literally half. You know, good, good job, Math Pod Justin. I think it'll be maybe somewhere in the middle of kind of like a 13, 14 attempts per game ish. But that was his usage towards the second half of the season. And at times when the Giants offense was looking like, you know, it, it's it's pseudo best against again. You know, especially those two games against the Vikings, the Colts. Saquon Barkley was not getting a ton of carries. Granted, they pulled him early against the Colts. They pulled a lot of guys early against the Colts, but that's what his usage looked like towards the second half of the year. Half
0: yeah. of what it was and, in the first, and game. that's when Saquon Barkley is at his best. You know, and we saw that with Pat Shermer, where it wasn't like wasn't getting the most carries, and but they're getting the ball in his hand. You know, even 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 though he's not like you know the Christian McCaffrey receiver where he's doing all these things down the field just getting him the ball and swing passes makes him uh, is more effective than running him into an 8 man box with seven blockers you know running into those plus one boxes so like um so Saquon yeah does this team go to the playoffs without Saquon last year probably oh. not but that's why they're you know that's why they want to keep him and guess what the offers they gave him were fair they're offering him even close to 13 million dollars and Probably thirteen million with the twenty-two million dollars guaranteed, which is two franchise tags. I just don't understand why Saquon turned this down.
1: I think like the I said- season offers were more fair than the off-season offers, and that's where I, you know, I, hey, uh, LPG came on this show, and this was something that came out of left field. That you know, it's like, oh, this this is not typically a little nugget that you hear. I I fully believe that. Joe Shane was possibly a little teed off at Barkley that, and it was kind of disrespectful that he declined those in-season offers. I I fully believe that, and there was if if Joe Shane and you know and Giants brass, if they were a little teed off that they that Saquon declined those in-season offers, that odds are it was very very fair. Then there was no way that any off-season offer was going to get close to what the in-season offer was. Do you agree or disagree with that?
0: I don't know, but the off offer is really good too. But do you think the in-season offer
1: was better than the off-season offer? Or, or offers? There's it was off-
0: offered $13 million per year. I don't know what the guarantees were. I, I don't know. But what I know is that the offer of $13 million per year with $22 million of it, it was more than fair. For the player that Saquon Barkley has been, that's a high average annual value. We've been third highest in the NFL. Only after McCaffrey and Kamara. So a very high average annual value. But only two years of guarantees. That's where the Giants win on that, right? Where it wouldn't have been such a bad deal for the Giants to guarantee him for two years, because we we see him being here for another two years. You know, like I said, the only way, and that's where it's like he threw away twenty six million dollars through the first two seasons. You know, and the cap hit and it probably would have
1: been too. I mean, I, I think we haven't brought that up yet, and that's something that we have talked about. This they entire- just thought they
0: were getting sick close to sixteen million dollars. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. That's when the. That's why what Saquon said at the end of the season was very strategic and like I'm not trying to reset the market. It was a great ploy because they weren't. They were trying to get at the top of it though, and that's what. And I'm telling you, that's been my theory all along. Is that hey, this has been about getting closer to 16 million dollars per year, and then the guaranteed money Ryan Dunleaf put out it was 19 million. I'm like oh, maybe not. But then the then they raised it up to 22. Well, guess what? I I to me, I think it was always about. And I think the only play that Saquon has after this is that the Giants either extend him, which why, what what can he do? Like that was a tweet I had, Justin. Let's go through the two op, 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 the two options, the three options. There's one option, he gets injured, doesn't play well. They don't tag him, he doesn't get the deal he wants. That's obviously worst case scenario for everyone involved. The other option, he plays really well. Again, What there's nothing he can do Good enough to not be in the same spot
1: next year, right? Because you know, because isn't it crazy that twenty six feels a lot different than twenty seven and twenty eight, where you're getting closer to that that wretched thirty number? And I even, dude, I even feel like twenty eight and twenty nine is the new thirty if you're a running back. Where yeah, yeah I agree with you. There's not, there's really nothing that he can do as long as the Giants have the franchise tag on their side and that number's not an astronomically large number there's nothing that he's going to be able to do this year that's going to that's going to want oh we're we're going to we're, we change our minds we're going to give you the 3-year deal you want so the only way he wins is that he plays well
0: the giants don't franchise tag him either because like hey we don't want to go through this again or they're like hey we we value Xavier McKinney more so on this on this franchise tag and he goes and gets another deal from another team which I yeah. don't, I don't think Saquon wants to do that, right? No, so that's no, where that's no. where I'm puzzled. It's like I don't think that's what Saquon wants, um, and that's why I'm puzzled. Like, why didn't he? I I don't. I that's where I think his agency screwed him over. Is like they they real they 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 like put their their heels in the ground and said, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna take what you less than what you offer originally is, or whatever. It's
1: crazy to me, man. Which is it? Part part of me, I kind of wanted to say this at the top too. Part of me was even thinking today. Man, is the franchise? I understand the franchise tag is the best part, is the best business decision for the Giants, is best thing for the Giants. Only one year of guaranteed money, and if you know if he misses five, six games this year because of an ankle, whatever, then they get to move on, and then they're done. They get to wipe their hands clean. That would suck, but they get to do it because that's what the franchise tag allows you to do. But wouldn't it almost just be easier? Get him here for two years, sign that deal that he maybe hates, but he'll show up for camp. Part of me thinks like that that would just almost be easier than to have to deal with this for the remainder of the summer and just waiting for him to show cuz until he shows up it will be a question on when or if he shows up. The first
0: though, week it's going to be a huge question. It's going to be it's going to be distraction the first week, but after that they'll be here and there, but it's not going to be at the forefront of anybody's in the coaching staff, you know, outside of Brian or like or the players' minds. The next time he'll come back up will be when it's time, like, camp's over and it's like, all right, now we're preparing for week one. That's when he'll come back up. And luckily for a running back position where it's like you can kind of sign him and put him back, it's the same offense as last year, you know, especially in the run game, that's going to be more so true. And I don't think he's going to be so far behind. We know he's going to be in shape. Um, That as long as you win games, team morale is going to be fine once he shows back up. Now, if they lose games, like, yeah. That's gonna really boil and, and Saquon's anger is gonna come out and that can bleed to the rest of the team. And I get it. But if we're if they win games,
1: team morale is gonna be fine. And if you lose games, no matter if Saquon Broccoli is on the tag or not, it's gonna ruin team morale. Yeah, well, it can take it, it could
0: take it from not good to bad. Yeah. Which yeah. is, you know, again, and which is like something we hey, we haven't seen Brian Dable have to deal with a losing team so far like that's a lot it's a lot harder than dealing with the team that they won with last year uh so there's so yeah there's definitely some downside to this but um i was always on like less less salary less risk get the player to me was always the best option why don't you read an ad and we'll talk about it if if he can sit out blah blah blah
1: yeah yeah we'll uh we'll read an ad and then we'll We'll talk about some other stuff. We'll make a change. We're live on YouTube, too. Thanks for everybody hanging out. Um, We have a new sponsor, Miracle Made. They sent us some sheets. And oh, boy, have I been using them. Bobby Skinner's been using them. And they've made our sleeps so much better. And hey, this first question, I take this first question very seriously. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? Oh, boy. Yes, it can. You know, there are some times where I'm waking up and I'm schwitzing and I hate that. But miracle made sheets, they help control the temperature at night. And I also have my dog as well. Like, I, hey, I'm a good dog owner. My dog sleeps in my bed. Bobby's dog, Lucy, died of cancer. Rest in peace. Um, don't feed. Don't give your dog cigarettes. And uh, I don't give my dog cigarettes because I let my dog sleep next to me. And I don't want my dog stinking up my bed. And good thing that Miracle Made has self-cleaning and designed for my skin so it keeps my core my pores all nice and clean as well. Miracle Made is inspired by NASA. They use silver-infused fabrics and makes temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. They're also luxurious. They give comfort and they give good quality stuff. So I want you to go to TryMiracle.com slash Giants to try Miracle made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you could save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Giants at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed by with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund upgrade your sleep with miracle made go to try miracle.com slash giants and use the code giants to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40 percent. again that's try slash giants to treat yourself thank you miracle made for sponsoring the episode you'll be glad you did
0: yeah so to me it's i i I think his agents really screwed this up like i i think they thought They didn't read the market right. Like they thought they were going to get close to $16 million. I really do. And I had this argument last week is like, Saquon asking for $16 million is not outlandish with the type of player he's been, but he was never going to get that because of the running back market because of his injury history. Um, And this is where it's like, I don't like, yeah. Do I always root for players to get their money when it's not the giants? Yeah. Because I always like, I want those guys to get money more so than owners saving money or whatever. Um, I root for Giants players even to get their money too. You said not the Giants. Well, I'm, I'm saying I, I would like the Giants players to take up less cap space. Like I would have right. I really wish Daniel Jones was making 20 million per year, and not 40. Um that's not real life. I understand. What I'm saying is I'm rooting for you know, like am I rooting for Andrew Thomas to get his contract? Should he get you know top of top of the league, reset the market when it's his turn? Yeah, but I don't want him to reset the market by six million dollars per year. But Monte Cristo, he tweeted out, Saquon Barkley is now set to be number three among active running backs in career earnings with $48 million without even signing an extension. So again, that's number three out of all active backs. And that's, again, that's not including the money he will make in 2024 and beyond. So while, yeah, do you want guys to get their security down and stuff? He's also, like, not he's not, you know, this isn't a a pity case either where it's like, he, you know, he's, uh, well, now he's screwed. You know, he's not some six-round running back who got ran to the ground, uh, made $3.5 million over four years, and now can't get a team. Uh, but here's what it should He needs to fire his agent. Yes. Like, I, I, have, I have held out on saying that his agent's totally screwed himself to see, like, hey, maybe he ends up getting the deal he wants. No. They just played hardball until the end. Now, this is a huge L for his agency. Like, they... They got to have egg on their face that they did not get a deal done for, for, Sa- for Saquon Barkley. Um, Pollard and Jacobs me. also being on the, ta- you know, running backs haven't been tagged a lot lately. You know, it's been since, it's been since Le'Veon Bell. If you don't include Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake was on the transition tag. Derek Henry was tagged, but then signed a contract extension. So the last one on the true franchise tag was Le'Veon Bell. Um, Who again? In his first year on the tag, had over 1,900 yards on on the ground and in in the air, which was and then sat out 2018. But this year, you got three and Pollard, Jacobs, and Saquon. Miles Sanders getting seven mil per year really hurt him, and that's where things kind of went sideways to where like, oh, this this may not get
1: done. I hate to. We're we're kind of towards the end, right? So now I feel like I can talk about this. Two things. Just people are very emotional, and rightfully so. Like, hey, if Saquon Barkley is your favorite player, you're not having a good day. But also the, the, the argument that also makes me lose my mind a little bit more, paying Daniel Jones did not prevent the Giants from not paying Saquon Barkley. Th- th- those two things are very, very, very not related. And the fact that I think uh, some people can't see it is a little frustrating, where also it leads to the problem of drafting him in the first place. Paying Daniel Jones was a necessity because if the Giants don't pay Daniel Jones and he walks – or if the Giants tag or tag for Daniel Daniel Jones and they're giving him what was that thirty two million dollars thirty two million
0: dollars, which would really screw would stop them Wouldn't from getting Carrick Waller whoever
1: you, did you don't get Darren Waller you don't get those guys you don't get A. Robinson you don't get uh, Nacho Nunez Rochez. maybe you get Nacho you don't get A. Robinson Ashawn Robinson's getting a little bit more money than than you would, than most Giants fans would think if you were to pull them through the next two years. You don't get any of those guys if you have to franchise tag Daniel Jones, especially Bobby Okereke, which fans love Bobby Okereke, which I'm really excited to see Bobby Okereke. The value of what Daniel Jones brings to a team, and this isn't even that me saying Daniel Jones is awesome. It's just the value of what a capable functioning quarterback brings to a team is tremendously more than what Saquon Barkley brings to this team. And this is not a shot at Saquon Barkley. This is, I think how the game of football works. And we literally said in this podcast, the times where the Giants offense were at its worst and when they were losing football games is when they were overly relying on Saquon Barkley. That is when they were at their worst. This is not a Daniel Jones versus Saquon Barkley discussion. This is not. That storyline, because you don't like Daniel Jones as a quarterback and you love Saquon Barkley as a running back, it's the only reason why you want to compare him. It needs to stop. Because they have nothing in common with each other. I'm sorry about that. In the beginning of
0: the season, like especially that first game of the season against the Titans was like it was a bad Daniel Jones game, and Saquon carried them that offense to a win. Um, even then, you know, you had the 66 yarder to Sterling Shepard, but uh, that that was a bad Daniel Jones game. You know, the second game of the year was you know more of a defensive win, and then after that it was split pretty evenly of contributions, you know, and kind of more so to DJ on it. You know, you look at the really good Saquon games after that, you know, the Jaguars game. Well, Daniel Jones was NFC player of the week then, you know, the bears, the bears game, Uh, Daniel Jones got hurt in that game, but the, he had the two long rushing touchdowns. Now the argument for that is
1: the offense scored 12 points that game.
0: So I I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. No, they scored more than what, what game the bears game.
1: Yeah, what what game did they, the Bears game? Then they win it's, twelve to nine.
0: No, that was no. I don't know what game. I don't think we won any game twelve to nine. Um, But that was the Bears. The Bears were the one team that was like flat out selling out to stop Saquon, and that helped him. But after that, excuse I mean,
1: me, it was twenty to twelve. Excuse me.
0: Um, after after that, you know, like you said, that middle of the season lull. It wasn't being like, oh well, see, this is, they can't rely on. It's like no, they weren't relying on Daniel Jones. They were they were force feeding Saquon Barkley when it wasn't working, and it was hurting the offense. Like that Commanders tie bothered me so much. They were play actioning on second and thirteen and shit, and bad running on first down. Um, you know, and even the Texans game that they won was they gave Saquon thirty five carries in that game. Go look at the scoring drives. They were all Daniel Jones passing like the ball down the field um that would have been like you know if daniel jones had uh you know 300 passing yards but all of his passing yards came on drives that didn't score and saquon barkley had like you know three rushes for 120 yards and they all ended the scores um so and then at the end of the season when they were at their best offensively is when they were running the through that quick game drop back. And we always said, it, like, eventually they're going to have to work some drop back passing to make this offense uh, successful uh, for the season. And that's when Saquon's getting less volume. And that's when we saw less Saquon being, with less volume, more efficient. And I think that's the road to there. You had some additions with Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, Darren Waller, Where it's like, all right, it's not going to be as reliant on Saquon. Like, it can't, we can't do another season of it being that, the offense being that reliant on Saquon. And hopefully that makes Saquon more of an efficient player. I'm excited. I'm excited to see this offense with all those guys together. I'm excited to see Saquon not have to get 20 carries a game. I want to see him get, like you said, 13 to 14, get him you know, five, you know, targets through the air um, and do more with that. Now, let's talk about camp. So he's 100% not, uh, Gonna be there at the start of camp, and probably won't be there for the first few weeks. Now, we're gonna hear this noise, like Ryan Livy finally just tweet out, like I've been saying, he's not gonna miss any games. Now, after talking with people, I'm not so sure that that he saying that he could miss games. He's not. I don't. I really there's no precedent know. for it. There's no no one. Really, no one has done it. No running back has missed games, uh, besides Le'Veon Bell, and that was a year after being on the franchise tag. And again, you're he's throwing away money by doing that. You're you you're literally throwing money away by missing games.
1: So again, and Le'Veon Bell did that after being franchise tagged the second time.
0: Yes, okay. and Saquon Barkley is a team guy. Like that stuff matters to him. He's been working out with Daniel Jones still. Like we, you know, recently, he's just not going to miss games. Now he he's gonna they're gonna threaten it. They're gonna put all types of signals out through the air. They might miss games, and th- and that's what they should do. And make they should make this as uncomfortable as possible for the Giants. If you're from Saquon's camp, and you should
1: what's the Point. What's the point of threatening to miss games now, when there's nothing we could do?
0: To, so they don't do this again next year.
1: Perform well next year. That that's how your that's your leverage.
0: Yeah, and but now then it's the Giants con- can you again. again. So you, but so that, but no, your leverage then is, hey, I played well. Wanna do this again? You want to you want to make this a pain in the ass? Cause I and there has been a second year where guys do miss games. So yeah. um
1: You don't think that I mean I I don't think he's going to miss any games, but even if it's even if it's one week, even if it's week one against Dallas, like that could be a way to stick it to him.
0: I know. I mean I mean you're, you're throwing away you're still throwing away a, a nice chunk of change by missing that game. Yeah. I mean, again, show me the guys who have show me the running backs who have missed games on their first time being franchise tag. Go look at all the franchise tags. People don't miss games; they miss camp, and they threaten that they're going to miss games. It happens every single time. Um. So I, I now again, don't be mad at Saquon, like he should, you know, uh, you know, make this as uncomfortable as possible for the Giants. But missing games, all that does for him is throw away money. Yeah. Because then he doesn't get paid, you know, the per game basis of whatever, you know, the ten point one million dollars that it
1: is. Yeah. Um, and I we haven't even mentioned this guy's name once throughout this entire episode. Um, as somebody who really adamantly disagreed with taking a running back number two overall in twenty eighteen, I am really glad. Like the, the Saquon Barkley decision and whatever decision that was going to be when the time came for Joe Shane. I'm really happy that Joe Shane made this particular decision. I would have also been happy if it was a two-year deal that was slightly more than the franchise tag. I would have been fine with that too, to even avoid this. But if this is what it had to come to and franchise tagging and not caving, and you know, even if John Merrill wanted to come in here and meddle a little bit, oh, give him this. You know, he deserves the respect, the franchise player off the field, yada, yada, yada. This is the right thing. And I think this is the this is the correct way that you build a football team. Saquon Berkeley is still here. That's something that's like lost in this convo. Ideally, I think he will be, and we just talked about that. Saquon Barkley is still a member of the New York Football Giants. We didn't cut him, we didn't trade him, we didn't just not resign him to not have him on the team. He's on the team, so let's I think like celebrate that.
0: Yeah, but just for the next month, there will be the threat of him not playing games this year, which again I think is an empty threat. I would be sh- I, I would be shocked.
1: Why are you working out with Hodgins or, you know, all the you know Jones and Arizona? Every single
0: workout that he's been able to be at, he's been at. Um,
1: showing up to this football camp of this teammate and yada, yada, yada. Why are you doing So, that? yes,
0: Saquon Barkley, I'm, I'm 100% expecting to be there week one. Not expecting the SEMA training camp, and it'll be a distraction, but I think some of that stuff gets a little overblown with distractions. As long as the guy is not, like, I don't want to go into like what counts as like a cancer and whatnot, but I don't see I don't see Saquon being that. Um so and once you get in the camp, I mean camp sucks for players. So it that's gonna be their focus is getting through another day of practice and workouts and the heat and all that and meetings and all that stuff. Saquon um,
1: deserves to be paid Giants. Uh Saquon deserves to be paid over overpaid Jones. Bobby, where's uh, Saquon Barkley ranked among the uh, running backs that are getting paid right now at ten point one million dollars?
0: Oh, I don't know on a per on a per year basis. I think it's six. But how much money he's ranked at just making money in his career? He's third out of active backs.
1: Okay, so, so that's you're, not so, all time, but
0: that's out of active backs. I
1: hate to be reacting to YouTube comments, and I and I'm sorry I'm doing this, but odds are a lot of people are listening to this, maybe screaming at their phones, screaming at their cars, screaming in, on the train. Bobby, Justin, you guys are dumb. Saquon Barkley deserves to be paid more, and or deserves to be paid you know more than Daniel Jones. Well, there you go.
0: Okay, the Giants deserve to do what's best for them.
1: Yes. Um.
0: So, I mean, is there any anything else we that we want to hit on? Um. You know, and hopefully this is a better situation for a running back this season. Like, hopefully the offensive line's better, right? Hopefully the passing game is better. Like, let's make this. Let's make you know playing football a little easier on Saquon Barkley. Let's get through another like. And that's where it's because he's coming off a healthy year. That's where it's. That's um injuries man like the injuries really worry me with this guy in particular it's not me it's not the running back doesn't matter running back wear down this guy in particular worries me with and not just get missing games but we've seen in the past that he struggled when banged up you know coming back from the injury in 2019 he was like didn't look very good you know all of 2021 he looked horrible like one of the you know, like horrible um you know this past year dealing with the shoulder like a There was he was not the same guy until they started giving him a little less volume. Uh, So I'm 100% confident Saquon Barkley is going to show up. He's going to play hard. It would not help him at all. The only way the only thing that not sure playing games and all that stuff would do is just be sticking it to the Giants. And I don't think he's going to put his money and his future uh, at stake to do that. Maybe if he gets tagged a second time, that could happen.
1: Um, I'm glad Saquon Barkley is still a Giant. I'm glad that. Joe Shane did the most responsible and the best thing for my favorite football team. And I'm really looking forward to seeing Saquon Barkley back in blue this year with an offense and a team that is improved from last year. This will be the best situation and the best team that Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones have played on with each other throughout their entire career so far. And I'm really excited to see that.
0: Yeah. And, and Saquon Barkley, you know, Joe Shane offered Saquon Barkley a deal. Said, "Hey, if we, if you, if you, if we have to, if if you know, if you don't take this now, we go to that franchise tag deadline, then this is off the uh, table." So that's where I kind of don't um, feel bad for Saquon Barkley. But yeah. we'll be back on Friday. I'm sure we'll clean up some of this. Uh, rookies are reporting to camp Tuesday morning. So either when you're listening to this or tomorrow when live. So if there's any rookies like Daniel Bellinger was last year on PUP, we'll talk about that. Um, so we appreciate you guys we will see you on friday until then let's go big blue